Good evening, everybody. Welcome into Auto Rhythm Fancy Sports. I'm Jamie. We got Eli, and we have Mikey V as a guest for a little while, anyways. So thank you, Mikey V, for jumping on with us for a little bit. Um, yeah, man. I know Eli is all shooken up over here. <laughs> uh, looks like his mic is muted at the moment. But uh, yeah, welcome in, everybody. It's Tuesdays. It's time to get those claims in and all, all kinds of exciting stuff. Monday night's game was exciting. Terrible, terrible with Chubb. That was kind of gruesome. I don't. Did you see the? Did you see the recap of his uh, uh, the video, Mikey? I, I did, and man, what a gruesome injury. Um, I did not think it looked bad when it was going in live time, and when they said they weren't showing it, I was like, shit, that's not good. So. Yeah, because well, when when I saw the re re like the replay, it just looked he just looked like he just flipped over. I'm like, yeah, gruesome. I'm like, I don't see anything gruesome, and I seen somebody on Twitter like actually like do the video. I'm like. Ooh, I'm like, yeah, he's done for the season. He's not coming back. Yeah, yeah. it's the same. It's the same leg too that he messed up in college. So uh, yeah, I feel bad for bad for the guy. He's all all faithful, reliable running back, uh, slam dunk uh, top ten pick every year in fantasy, and it just sucks that he's out. So yeah, it does. It does. Um, but yes, welcome into Odd Rhythm Fancy Sports, everybody. Um, our Discord link is in the description, so jump in there, join us there. Um, we also got all those nice, lovely, like podcasts, whatever Cal, you know, you put in ears and listen to all that audio cool stuff. But we got it, you got Spotify, which is our favorite, um, Google Podcasts, and um, I think I can't remember the other one, Apple, whatever, yeah. all those nice little things down there. So click and subscribe and all that fun stuff for us if you guys can. We appreciate it. Oh, so is there anything that you saw that, over this weekend, Mikey, that uh, you took away from the weekend yeah um it's 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 crazy too i think a lot of people overreact over two weeks um and it's it's tough not to when you see these guys perform some of these guys that we were may, maybe not uh accustomed to seeing guys like puka nakua obviously um you get guys you know um even jameer gibbs who's not necessarily getting the ball like we thought he would um for those of you guys who have been following me if you follow me on twitter um know that I'm, i was out on jameer gibbs given his current draft price in all formats especially in redraft dynasty i was in on him uh re redraft i was out on him given his draft price um you know and again obviously you know things happen where we have to pivot like the chubb injury the barkley injury and you got to add guys eckler whatever it may be i've already gotten questions in terms of like hey should i drop uh joshua kelly after his dud that he laid on sunday no you hang on to him one game right um you're playing the long game here with fantasy football it's not as quickly as adding and dropping guys um you got to be patient especially for the guys that are struggling jamar chase sucked again joe yes. burrow sucked sucked again i mean it's it's one of those things too where a lot of people are like the world's on fire jamar chase, chase sucked i spent the number one overall pick on him and he's not doing anything patience people patience 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 so that's yes. the, the overall arching theme here for me going into week three yeah i have quite a few shares of chase as well and i'm just like like god damn it like yeah it was it was a horrible week for me i actually went nine and eight in all my leagues this week last nice. week i went i went 10 and seven the first week so yeah i gotta do some i have actually chubb in one of my leagues so i'm like yeah so i was actually scrowling the waiver wire and no ford so i have to my last options are matt brita so i actually have to try to get matt brita yeah it's yeah. it really really sucks for me at the moment so, Mr. Mr. Eli, you're kind of quiet over there for a moment. I think he's got some audio issues. 
Oh, I'm checking mm. out the checking out the landscape. <laughs> here. Here. Oh, um, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know where to. I don't know where to start with this week. I look like I look like one of those uh, those '60s like Charles Manson. Like murderer guys or whatever, but I, think, I, think yeah. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna say, the yeah, with that it's, shades on. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of injuries going on. There's too, there's too many. Right, right. Yeah, there, there's too many to keep up with. Uh, like you know, we we prepped a lot of this this show. Um, you know, probably Sunday, Monday between the two of us, and and just you know, like just last night, Nick Chubb. I mean, probably the second or third best most reliable, you know, last five years, probably the most reliable running back in the league, second or third best, you know, behind CMC probably. So uh, he's, you know, he's out. We already had Eckler out, um, you, you know, and then and Saquon got injured Sunday. And, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff on the waivers. So, I mean, there, this, this couldn't be a, 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 a more, plentiful week in terms of of finding guys you know uh kendra miller uh tony jo- i thought tony jones was a boxer you know tony jones jr from the saints i mean he, he'll be out there uh jerome ford everybody's gonna be fighting to get him uh i er- eric gray who who we had talked about over the summer the the rookie from oklahoma the giants took i'm not i'm not sold on matt Breida. never have been i mean he was a second or third string running back with the vikings for years i mean that's his like claim to fame so I, I I don't I don't trust him. So that'd be an opportunity for you know somebody like Eric Gray to work his way up the depth chart, get some looks. If if you know Saquon's going to be out at least Thursday, so we know he'll be out at least probably one week. So that'll probably Matt Breida will start more than likely. But I just think if it turns into a um, a longer term thing that you could you could be looking at Eric Gray or or them trading for somebody. I put it in the bottom of the scroll here. Um, I don't know if you guys had seen that at all. It was kind of a small thing on Twitter, but uh, Cam Akers is unhappy. Yeah, go figure. Uh, so they might sh- – uh, there's a talks between the Bucks and the Rams right now in terms of, of uh, maybe moving Cam Akers, and that would open up opportunities for him. And if you're a Rams fan, you know, you got Zach Evans and Kyron Williams with the Rams, so that, you know, that would keep their – kind of keep their usage or increase Zach Evans. But, you know, Ky- Kyron – Williams probably help him carry it on a little longer. So I, I thought that was a, a, a good side note. You know, if the Bucks can't land Cream Hunt or Jonathan Taylor, I mean, uh, that'd, be, that'd be a nice addition with Cam Akers. But yeah, they're, they're going into week three. There, there's a ton, and I'm glad we were able to do this tonight. Usually, we can only do it, you know, Wednesdays for for our show tonight because there's a, there's a ton of waivers, lot lots of got my gavel this week i'm ready to go yeah and we'll we'll get in and we'll get into some of those waivers too because we'll kind of get that toward the end of our show we got recapping a lot of we have some highlight players which i will be highlighting if you guys don't catch this all i have a playlist on youtube we'll be highlighting every guy that we highlighted tonight will be a short clip on on youtube going forward um we got some dfs stuff we got some college spotlights and all that good fancy stuff for you and my ghosted league for Eric ghosted for this week. And uh, yeah, it's kind of surprising who I got this time around. And yeah, it's quite interesting. It's, you know, it's kind of like those guys who shit the bed, but I called it ghosting. You know, it's like that girl you want to talk to, but she ends up just not showing up kind of thing, you know? So yeah, it's a, it's our new little segment. I think it's kind of, kind of fun, kind of different. 
instead of saying shit to bed, I'm saying it's just ghosting, man. <laughs> that happens all the time. Yeah, it does. But um, yeah, which way you want to go, Eli? Hey, real quick before I, I got I got to get going, guys. But I uh, also want to piggyback off off of what Eli said um, in terms of the, in, the injury aspect of it. Um, and again, this is what makes fantasy football great. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm not saying injuries are great, but at the same time, too. Uh, this is what makes it fun for me in terms of pivoting and finding guys on the waiver wire. Um, like Eli had just mentioned, right? We talked about gray um, maybe being on a guy that most people are going to, aren't going to be in on or may not know a whole lot about. That's what makes fun, fantasy fun for me in terms of, Hey, you know what? Everybody's going to at some point in all of your leagues that you're in, everybody, every single team, fantasy football team is going to had to deal with injuries and have to pivot from guys who get hamstring pulls, ankle injuries, knee injuries out for the season, out for six weeks, whatever it may be. Um, that's what makes fantasy fun for me is finding these guys who are a little bit less known. Um, so if you follow college football and you see some of these rookies or some of these guys who are year two, year three players that can uh, help your teams this year, at least in the short term. But um, uh, the, the season's not over. If you lost Nick Chubb, Hell, it's week two, man. Uh, if you're able to get Jerome Ford and you're able to go out and snag a couple of these guys that can help you in the short term, I don't think you're going to find anybody who's going to replace the value that Nick Chubb gave you. But at the same time, too, you can you can scrap together and piece these things together to still get you in the playoffs. And all you have to do is make the dance. I've said this since, since the day I started playing fantasy football. You can't win it unless you're in it, right? So you got to be yep. able to make – make and anything can happen come playoff time. So all you got to do is get there. So um, I got to run guys. I appreciate you. Let me, let me come on here and say a couple things. Um, let's schedule something. I would love to come on here and do a full show with you guys. Um, yeah. Uh, for during sure. the week, during the week is extremely tough for me, especially with the, with my son and uh, doing obviously the show on Palazzo, but we'd love to yeah. come on here and do, do more stuff with you guys. Yeah, no, not a problem at all. Yeah. We'll figure out something. I know, I, I know we kind of have in the works of a, probably a Saturday show. It's, cool. uh, yeah. it's something we've me and him done before. It's kind of like our, last minute it's kind of like what you guys are doing in the morning for sundays but we used to do it on last like call. Saturday, right? that's, that's yeah. dreams your name mike come on <laughs> oh. but yeah it's something we uh we kind of just get together we just kind of hit a pause we did a little drinking and we're like well hey you need to swap this guy up for this guy so it, it was nope. kind of fun and yeah we had it's something i got i got a nice little video clip for for our last call segment and i have to get govier to i sent him a clip that he needs to make into a sound clip for me for the show so it would be cool. it's be kind of fun and interesting so i think saturday we're thinking saturday sometime but probably okay. not this i don't know i'm not sure if it's this week or not but we're we're working on some stuff i'm working on some graphics and all that stuff for for that and whatnot so cool. yeah i'm happy happy to do that man that'd be fun yeah, it will be fun. That's for sure. Just you know, a couple of drinks and uh, talk some football and talk some guys in the waivers or, or not waivers, lineup decisions if they have yeah. any, you know, things. So, kind of fun. Sounds fun. Good stuff. <laughs> All right, we, you guys have a good rest of the show. Good luck with your lineups this week, and uh, we'll be in touch soon. Yes, you too, Mikey. Right. Have fun later, guys. Yeah, uh, later. Yeah, man. Thanks for stopping in. Good night. Oh, but anyways, back to our regular school. Regular scheduled programming? Regularly. I, I can't I say it either. <laughs> <laughs> I know the cat the cat has my tongue tonight. I can't oh, talk man. properly. But no, anyways, yeah, it was a uh, crazy weekend. You know, I, I watched a lot of the afternoon games. I had to go back and actually kind of highlight or I went back and watched some highlights of the other games that uh the Lions game was kind of crazy, interesting. Lions loss, you know, um 
Josh Reynolds. We'll probably talk, we'll talk about him in our waivers later on. Um, that was quite uh, – he did a lot more than expected, which is just came out of the blue. Um, a lot of the afternoon games, the Cowboys – Cowboys looked great. They, I mean, we'll talk about some of the guys, some of those guys later on too as well. But I mean, the Cowboys looked pretty good. They just annihilated freaking, you know, the Jets. I mean, Garrett Wilson looked good. Brees Hall and all those other guys didn't really look that great. Um, the commander, the commanders was an interesting game that, you know, it's <laughs> took that pimp. Hand. I'll just say quick, Jay took that pimp hand straight to the Jets. Yep. Let them have pretty, it. pretty much. Right. Um, but the, the Denver was rocking. Don't get me wrong. Denver was actually rocking that game. And I'm like, all right, this is another kind of another watch game. But Sam Howell, dude, Sam Howell came back, freaking lighted it up. They looked freaking great. Came back and won the game. So I was like, hell yeah, Denver, you suck. But other than that, um, the Dolphins Patriots game was kind of so so. I mean, it wasn't that it wasn't like really great. The mustard run I saw that was it looked tremendous. It was great. You know, bad bad part about it is I had mustard on most start actually on my on my bench. So there was like thirty some odd points just sitting there on my bench, which really really sucked. And I'm like, God, why? But overall, I mean the Monday uh, the Monday's games, I was really really just at first I was really disappointed with you know the Panthers and all that good fun stuff. They didn't really that game started out really slow and there was really no points, you know and I was really disappointed to see how Bryce Young wasn't really, you know, targeting a lot of guys. The run game was kind of really shitty. I mean, they got a few things going towards the, the fourth quarter. Thielen was more, mostly their tar, um, target their target guy. Mingo was kind of tossed in. Like, earlier in the game, Mingo wasn't really doing anything. You know, you know, DJ Shark, he wasn't really doing anything. Mingo ended up getting a little bit more targets toward the end of the – in the fourth quarter there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there was a highlighted guy we'll talk about from – the Steelers Browns game. Um, other than that, I mean, it was real. I mean, it's pretty typical with these Browns Steelers games. It's gonna be either a little, little lower score, low scoring until somebody breaks loose, and then it's the whole different ball game. But those are some of my kind of other takeaways from from this weekend. Yeah. Oh, while you're while you're thinking there, I was, I was gonna get something in quick. <clears throat> um. Oh. Steel, yeah, yeah. Steelers, any any hype around that team uh, need, needs to just be flushed down the toilet. You know how I love props. I'm I'm about ready to take my little notebook here, rip up some paper, and throw it in the toilet because that's where the Steelers' <laughs> offense belongs. Awful. Okay. Uh, George, honestly, Pickens is the only guy, the only dude that has any fantasy value, and that's including our boy Fryermuth. I mean, we. Came into the season top ten tight end so far through two games. Eh-eh. You know he he's barely a top twenty tight end, and that, and that's no indictment on him. But I mean that that offensive line is terrible. Yeah, Steelers are lucky to be one and one. Uh, Najee doesn't look like the same back. He looks like he's about to be replaced by Jalen Warren. We might talk about later in the you know later in the show uh, for pickups. Uh, Kenny Pickett looks awful. Yeah, I, I just I had to get my two cents in on the Steelers. You know, I'm not doing the book book of Eli tonight, but if I was. I would I would obliterate that damn Steelers offense because that's a joke. Yeah. Um the other the other crazy part of this game was the Giants Cardinals was the other afternoon game. And you know, I was like starting to think the Giants just 
couldn't put shit together. I mean, they couldn't just get anything rolling. They, you know, that they almost had zero points in the first, you know, start of the, you know, in the first two weeks of the season, you know, just not doing anything that, uh, you know, um, they just couldn't get anything going. I mean, it's just Daniel Jones couldn't, you know, wasn't reading anything. He was just looking awful. And I mean, couldn't know, didn't know what the hell was going on with his offense. And next thing you know, I think something's, something, something must have clicked. You know, I mean, it's Jalen Hyatt. I mean, he was the better, the, the better wide receiver out of yeah, all. Yeah, I'll, all... I'll tell you what clicked. I'll tell you what clicked, Jay. It was, it was our boy Jalen Hyatt. That's what clicked. Speed yep. kills. I mean, he had, <laughs> he had two, he had two nice receptions there, and I think he had like 70, 70 oh, not quite almost hundred yards. I think it was seventy-three or almost eighty yards. But yeah, it's. I like Hyatt. We mentioned, we talked about Hyatt too with, you know, when we did our division or NFC East divisional preview, we talked about, you know, all their wide receivers combined and trying to figure out who could be their one, especially with Sterling Sharp and, you know, Juan, Juan Dale Robinson coming back and all that stuff, you know. So, I mean, it was just, I still think they're just trying to figure out who their identity is because they, they don't have anything right now. Then, especially with Barkley not being almost, not being there almost it's possibly be gone for three weeks. So you could have the, the Matt Breida, Eric Gray show for probably a good three weeks from the sounds of it. So, yeah. It, it, it ain't gonna, yeah. yeah. They, ain't, they ain't beating the 49ers. So if you got any of these fantasy, uh, you know, maybe through the air, you know, maybe you could start a giants receiver, possibly Daniel yeah. Jones has been a joke, but I mean, two quarterback league, you know, he's, an, he's a must start still, but, yeah. uh, in terms of the running backs, I yeah, I would stay. There are plenty of other options. I mean, we we mentioned them, you know, with Mike there five ten minutes ago, like you know Jerome Ford and possibly Jalen Warren from Pittsburgh. There's other options out there on Matt Breida. I'm not a Matt Breida. I don't trust the guy. Uh, Eric yep. Gray, you know, we got to wait till till he gets some substantial touches because right now he's just a kick returner guy, and so yep. I, I you know he'll probably be worked in, but it's going to get for the Giants that you know for, for Thursday, uh, 49. I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers shut him out. I mean, the Cowboys did, and, and you know the the 49ers are like, or you know the 49ers are like, hold my beer, you know, and then, and then they'll go and you know they'll crush them like 31 nothing. I wouldn't be sh- I, and Thursday night short short week, I wouldn't be surprised the 49ers won like 31 zip. So I would stay the hell away from pretty much all the Gi- Giants offensive players this week. Yeah, um, Eric says Hyatt. I'm like, yeah, we um, Hyatt is one is a guy we talked about in our divisional previews, a rookie that came in at. Um, he had a he had a few good pops here, you know, here and there. God, go ahead. No, well, Eric's Eric's just excited, you know, because he he's like, hmm, I I, I thought, uh, well, because we watched the tennis game. Um, you know, I had Eric on the phone actually uh, Saturday night, and we were watching the the Tennessee Florida game, and it was it was just it was crazy, you know, going back to the collegiate level, just just how depleted Tennessee's offense is compared to last year. You know, when they had Hendon Hooker, who's with the Lions now, they had Cedric Tillman, who's with the Browns, uh, you know, Jalen yep. Hyatt, you know, um, who we think is going to be a stud with the Giants. It's just it's crazy how how depleted that team looked. But, yeah, Jalen Hyatt, yeah, I, I'd i say going forward, you know, keep it on this Giants team, man. Like, if anybody's going to pop you know, starting after week four because they ain't doing nothing against the 49ers Thursday, it's it's going to be Jalen Hyatt, possibly Wandale Robinson. If he's healthy, I didn't I didn't mind what I saw from – from Wandale last year in his rookie season, so maybe they, maybe there's something there. Everybody else, I don't trust. They're they're too injury yeah. prone. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's about right too. I've, you know, I 
I kind of want to see him get a little bit more involved, but I mean, you got Darius Slayton there and, and you know, so they, they I mean, they have a slew of wide receivers, but it's just hard saying what the hell they're going to do with all of them. You know, if they can't get anything, can't get the offense going, then there's, there's not going to be, there's not going to be, you know, offense of stuff going, you know, so I mean, there, there's going to be nothing going, you know? So, I mean, maybe this is, this is a small showing, but I mean, I think they'll put up a fight against the Niners. I mean, they're going to have to, they're going to have to throw it if they get behind, you know, they're, I mean, that's just going to be a fact. So somebody's going to be getting these targets no matter what. So, I mean, if it's going to be Slayton, Hyatt, you know, so it, it's very possible that, you know, somebody's going to get, somebody's going to get something. So, but um, I think that kind of covers some of the over the weekend stuff. If was there anything else, we'll kind of then we'll kind of jump into the, some of the highlighted players, so we kind of get so we get to waivers and all that good fun stuff. But uh, but yeah, everybody, we're here live at uh, Out of Rhythm Fantasy Sports. Come join us in the in the Discord, not Discord, but the, all the chats and all that stuff. And guys, have any questions, lineup decisions, or you know, just anything in general, just come join us. Um, but yeah, I think it's time to get some of these uh, highlighted players. So if you Let guys, my fire, baby. So if you guys don't catch our stream, I'll have a lot of these highlighted players that we highlighted in our in my highlighted playlist on YouTube. So you can go back and listen to what we mentioned about these guys and all that fun stuff. So, but yeah, our first up is lovely Mike Evans, 29, 29 fancy points. He was on 61% of snaps, he had eight targets, six receptions for 171 yards. You know, yards per catch, you know, was 28.5, and he had one freaking touchdown, man. Oh, man, these, you know, these Buccaneers is starting to look like something else. You know, at first, you know, I'm like, well, I thought they were going to be 0-2, oh, honestly. And, you know, just seeing some of these highlighted of, you know, Mike, you know, Mike Evans looks like he just tore, you know, just torched these guys, just lit these guys up. And, you know, the, you know, contract, you know, having contract issues and all that stuff so you know and mike evans maybe not being back and maybe he, this is him showing somebody's like he got something left in the tank and you know what i saw i still like mike evans and i feel have a few shares i think i have a few shares of him somewhere but keep mike evans in your guys's lineups for sure um he, he's still their number one guy there i mean if baker gets into issue if baker has issues he's gonna toss the ball to mike evans this guy's huge he's tall man he's got good 50 50 ball skills so i mean from what I saw, dude, I was freaking impressed with Mike Evans. Even though he's up there in age, dude, he, I mean, if he does another thousand yards and one more, he's going to pass Jerry Rice for an all time having a thousand yards every season. You know, with Baker there, this, I, this I, has I, been uh, just to close off on the, the Mike Evans here, Jay. Uh, this has been the res the year of the resurgence of the old receiver. You think about it, look at Robert Woods is doing with, with, with Houston. Uh, DeAndre, you know what he's doing with with with, uh, with the Titans. Mike Evans with the Bucks. Um, Devontae Adams, I know he got hurt on you know you know um, against the Bills on Sunday, but you know Devontae's still putting up his numbers. He's over thirty, so it, it you know it's kind of like 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 a resurgence, renaissance for for older receivers, which is good. I mean, you I mean, we see all these older backs getting hurt. I mean, Nick Chubb, uh, you know, being one of them, being twenty eight and going down for the year so it's good it's good to see you know for the health of the league not not just everybody's going to be on that one or two year one contract or two contracts and you know be on on the next team i mean you're you might have a 10-year guy like mike evans and it's you know I, i'm glad we kept him I, I mean i'm more than happy man. i i honestly i thought i thought we'd be one and one i thought we'd beat the you know begin, uh, begin you know before the season started i thought we'd lose to the vikings and i thought we'd beat the bears so i but i mean we're we're a game better than i thought we'd be and you know can't, you know, can't be happier 
Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, with with him, you know, still kind of being, you know, their kind of go-to guy and Baker needing needing someone like him. I mean, even though they do got Godwin there, I mean, for those deep balls, I mean, yeah, Evan is going Evans is going to be that guy that, you know, everybody's going to need. I mean, I mean, it comes down to, I mean, with him with maybe with him even having this great game, I mean, one can maybe if you you could probably sell high on him right now if, if all possible. I mean, with him, who knows how many more, you know, games he's going to have like this. I mean, if you want to, I mean, go trade him for somebody else. If, if somebody loves Mike Evans, sucker them into Mike. Hey, here's Mike Evans. Oh, you know, I mean, that's just my thought. I mean, maybe he might have one you could, more. You could, get a, you could get a deal. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, Jay, you could probably get a deal right now. Mike Evans for George Pickens and another player. Right. Yeah. There we go. You know, if you want to go younger, you want to go with a younger guy who's got some upside, who's a number one somewhere else. Yeah, you could, you could definitely put a package together. I think I think that'd make a lot of sense because you're 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 getting you're getting a second year guy who's going to be a, a probably the Steelers number one the next probably five six years, and then you you package in maybe a running back and you know, maybe one of these guys that um, kind of came out of nowhere or is a feature yeah. back now. Um, like yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, that's something. That, yeah, yeah, that's something we could bring up in a you know future segment or something. It's, you know, like trade. You know, as the trade deadline gets closer, you know, with the NFL and you know fantasy, we kind of work out the kinks these first few weeks on our teams. You know, maybe the the trades will start rolling through. You know, week four, five, six, somewhere in there. But yeah, that's interesting to think about. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And then uh, before we get to our next highlighted player here, quick, um, Eric mentions Baker could be this year's Geno Smith. It's very, it's very well possible the way he's been playing right now. Yeah, he, he I mean, with especially with all the weapons he has, you know, his wide receivers. I mean, Rashad White, he actually looked pretty decent for a running back. I mean, I just some of the plays I've seen, I mean, he didn't look bad, bad, you know. But at least he's got, at least it's somebody to get carries from. If you need a running back, it, yeah, and, is, and, and uh, in the in the piggyback on that, um, the have the uh, Seahawks quarterback coach from last year, Dave Canales. So Dave Canales yeah. is now the OC with the Bucks, and he was he was Geno's coach last year. So it would make sense, you know. Maybe he's the new quarterback whisperer. You know what I mean? He he comes in and he fixed, you know, kind of salvages quarterbacks that everybody kind of gave up on. You know, maybe that's yep. kind of his thing. So we'll we'll wait and see. I mean, Baker right now, uh, you know, we'll talk about him probably in the waivers coming up. But yeah, Baker's been very impressive. Our, our next guy is George Pickens. George, the Pickens, the Pickens, you know, Pickens. There we go. Pickens. There we go. <laughs> I know it's always it's always hard to say, but I mean, Pickens looked freaking great last night, man. I mean, I with 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 uh, Dejon, Deontay Johnson being out, make, you know, if you got to trade for this guy, go trade for him. I mean, this, I mean, I love him over Deontay Johnson. I mean, it's. He wasn't even. He it, the crazy part is that he was barely involved last night at all. And then, then all of a sudden, he just was. You know, four receptions. I mean, this guy is electric. I mean, I've I tried drafting him as much as I could in a lot of my leagues, if all possible. I mean, he had twenty two points, played on most of eighty five percent of the snaps. Um, ten targets. Out of those ten targets, he had four receptions. I mean, this guy is electric as well. I mean, 120, 127 odd yards, man. That's plain insane i saw that saw that deep ball it was long 70 some odd yard touchdown i was like dude one reception it's like dude this guy's gone so i mean even though this game was kind of like wishy-washy at the beginning but pickens is the deal man if you can go trade for this guy you know 
he had one touchdown too as well. I just trying to think of who who could you you know if you're trading for him, what kind of guy would do you know? I guess you would look have to look at it package package wise to see who you can probably package him with. Maybe maybe Amari maybe Amari Cooper could I, Amari Cooper trade maybe. I don't I'm not sure. I have well to to, to piggyback you know because we were just talking about Mike Evans and I kind of brought up the George Pickens idea because you know he's oh, not yeah. quite Mike Evans but. He could be in a couple, you know, maybe at the end of the year, maybe he's Mike Evans. I mean, he keeps putting up, you know, 100 yard plus games and, and, and tutties. I mean, he he might be, you know, right where Mike Evans is at. But I was thinking Isaiah Pacheco and George Pickens for Mike Evans. Like if that was a hypothetical trade, would, 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 would you do that? Or, hey, if you guys, anybody out there that's watching, if you have a comment too, uh, go ahead and chime in. But that's just a hypothetical trade. Um, Isaiah Pacheco from the Chiefs and George Pickens for Mike Evans, straight up. I think that's I that, that that's a deal I would do. I I you know you'd fill fill a couple spots there. I mean, if if you need a running back, yeah, I I mean I have Isaiah and in on my bench, and it's just hard saying it's with that situation. I yeah, I I wouldn't know. Maybe find someone else in that situation, and maybe a different running back possibly. But yeah, other than that. I probably, I probably would pass on that because I I just don't know where Isaiah really falls into their offense. But I mean, if you needed somebody, yeah, if you pops and you could probably trade him, see if somebody else wants them. But yeah, overall, yeah, I'm in love with Pickens. Great, you know, great overall player in general. I mean, he he did he started out slow last year, but this year, I'm I'm all in on him. I mean, if if those two with the Pickett and Pickens can keep this up, I mean, this is going to be a one nice one-two deal. I mean, that's I mean, this is like the next, like, Allen Diggs, you know, quarterback, wide receiver duo kind of thing. So, all right. You know you know who the next highlighted guy is? Pick Well, well, pick, just to piggyback quick, Jay, Pickett's got to pick it up. Though. Kenny Pickett, he played better in the second half, but, you know, that Steelers offense, they got to they gotta start doing something because Najee ain't doing nothing. Fryermuth ain't doing nothing. We know Deontay Johnson's out. They shouldn't be depending on Allen Robinson to be their number two. I mean, come on now. But, yeah, yeah, Pickens yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, we'll get to some of that other stuff. We'll get some of that in the in the waivers too here. Um, Next guy is Puka Kanua. Man, this guy, I mean – 20 targets, 15 receptions. I mean, why this guy should have had a touchdown. And this would have been this would have topped everybody a lot this this weekend. But I was I was, you know, I was kind of watching this and I was just like, dude, he was just catching catching everything and doing like this guy has got it's like he's got glue on his glove. So I mean it's like ching, it's almost like Spider-Man. He's got those spider webs on his on, on his gloves. He's just catching the balls like crazy, you know. But 30 points he was on 86 percent of the snaps you know 20 targets i mean he he actually beat had the record of 20 targets within a game he surpassed somebody from like i think the 1960s i think from the niners i can't remember who who it was or somebody it was i think it was another rookie um but they had it they had it showing i can't remember off offhand who that was but it was a niners guy he surpassed for having many targets as a rookie coming in the first couple of weeks of the game, which is insane. But I mean, overall, um, overall uh, analysis on Puka with uh, Cooper Cup maybe coming back within, you know, after his four four week stint, I think Puka is a guy you still want to get into your have in your lineups. It, um, I think Jefferson will still kind of be in there, but Tutu Atwell, I, 
I think I, I think already surpassed. I think Puka already surpassed Tutu when it comes to the way he looks, the way he's running his routes and whatnot. So I think he already established that he's he will be the third guy in this offense when a cup does come back, if and when, and how healthy he is too as well. So once Cup does come back, we'll have to kind of see how things kind of pan out. But for right now, play your Puka in all your lineups until until further notice. Yeah, well, and and you know, you know, Chris Jericho from from AEW Wrestling, they call him the Demo God. This is the Target God. I mean, this guy. Uh, I forget what it was week one, but it was something crazy. It was probably up near fifteen or seventeen. Had twenty targets this game. Just, just incredible. Matt Stafford stays healthy, and and, and the Rams keep this up. I mean, they're they're going to beat the Bengals on Monday night, and he's probably going to have another big game. Because I, you know, uh, Baltimore was moving up and down the field on, on the Bengals defense. The Browns were week one, so I don't see that stopping. I, I could see easily see another, you know, twelve catch game from Puka. You know, coming up, uh, Tutu Atwell <laughs> isn't far off that. You know, in in you know, when we talk about waivers. You know, he's his his percentage is starting to go up, especially in Yahoo. So I I kind of kept him off the list that I'm gonna be doing. But Tutu still out there, and when, when Cooper, it's gonna take Cooper a couple weeks. You know, man, when he comes back, so. You know, they said week five, he'll be back. I would give it till week six or seven. So you might have another maybe four games to get the most out of Puka. So really take yeah. advantage of this because he'll he'll fall back into place, you know, into the probably number two receiver role, which would be, per, I mean, it'd be one of the, honestly, you know, nobody saw this coming, but this kid could be the best, you know, one of the best number twos in the league. If you think about it, I mean, if, if he kind of keeps, kind of keeps up this pace. I mean, it, that's a, that's a lethal combo. And then Tutu Atwell stepping up, you know, being, being a solid number three. And and, and then they can finally, uh, you know, kind of cast Van Jefferson, Van Jefferson to the side guy, guy didn't know what he was doing out there. I was watching a little bit of that 49ers game. Uh, Van looked <laughs> lost. Uh, so yeah. he, he's, a, he's a scrub. He's a scrub. So and I'm glad that the Rams kind of they're going to have a trio. I mean, this 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 could very well be a playoff team. I mean, the Rams, Rams and Bucks, Rams, Bucks and Commanders in the NFC have really impressed me so far with teams I didn't think were were going to be very good. So, yeah. Yeah, Puka. um ah, Puka, Puka. So, would you take Puka over Jordan Addison right now? Right at this second, yes. Um come back to me in week 10. Cuz then it's going to be more of a you know, kind of pick them. But right now, yeah, Puka, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, Puka and Jordan Addison are probably the better rookies that are standing out right now out of the rest of the guys. I haven't I haven't done my rest of well, I keep tabs on all the rookies and I haven't filled in all the statistics yet. That's so why I was going to kind of see where everybody kind of lied. But I think Puka and Jordan Addison were po- are probably the guys that are kind of standing out right now jsn hasn't really done much so but yeah make sure you guys get puka in your lineups keep him in your lineups trade for him if you need to if if at all possible if you you know if you can get a to get him in your lineups um do that as well um our next guy is t higgins 29 28 points he was out in 88 percent of the snaps 12 targets eight receptions 89 only only 89 yards um and two touchdowns you know this was what really, you know, this game was kind of, it must've been a T Higgins game because, you know, sometimes these guys swap maybe every month while him and chase, you know, it's chase one week, then T Higgins the other week, but T Higgins must've been his week to actually do something. Cause I know last week on our, our last segment, our ghost segment, he wasn't there. He just like 
a no show. This week he's like, he he, you know, he did that. Hey guys, I'm actually gonna show up this week, kind of thing. <laughs> so T Higgins looked pretty good. I mean, it's yeah. this is I kind of hopefully like he does this more often a little bit. I mean, target wise, yes, good, good. You know, you know that twelve to thirteen is good enough for him target wise. You know, because Chase needs his targets as well. But overall, T Higgins, you know, he I actually drafted him in, in some leagues too as well for like my number well. In one league, he's actually my number one wide receiver, but overall, I mean, he's like probably some people's number two wide receiver in most of their lineups as well. But overall, shitty game from you know the Bengals. They didn't look that great, but T. Higgins did look great. Joe Burrow still doesn't know what he's doing. He's got he's injured a little bit. That cat that calf is kind of probably hurting him, which is probably why he didn't really play that well. Just kind of tossing these little balls but i think he i think he had that his calf on his mind too much which reflected him not playing his not playing well on the field that was my kind of overall thoughts on that but what's your takeaways um, i i would and, and to to piggyback off that i Now, you know, if it's a year-to-year league, now might be the time to move off T. Higgins. Now might be the time to trade him. Because I don't – honestly, I think if you were to ask me, I, I think Joe Burrow is going to the IR. I think Joe Burrow is going to be out probably the next – however long it takes, four or five games. And, you know, they're that's, – that's a one-man show. I mean, that's, that's like Mahomes level. You know, Josh Allen, when one of these top five QBs goes down – the whole offense suffers. I don't think it's going to be a situation where the backup comes in or they trade for somebody. There's no point in that. I mean, Burrow ain't done for the year, but um, now might be the time to move off T Higgins. If it's a year to year league, I, I would definitely, you know, now that, Oh, Hey, Oh, T's back. You know, he had a monster game, you know, 89 yards, two TDs. Now might be the time to do it. Don't touch chase. I mean, Jamar chase is still the clear cut number one, but um, it's good. I think it's going to affect Higgins and it's going to affect uh, Tyler Boyd more. Than, than it will Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is gonna still still eat. So, um, yep. Yeah, I, th- I think Burrow is gonna be out for a minute. It, it, very well. I heard heard. Well, I had Chase said uh, I, I don't want to see uh, Burrow until like week five or whatever. It was a tweet I think he sent out or something like that. But but yeah, if your quarterback is not right, yeah, I mean it's your offense is gonna suffer, and it and it showed. It didn't. I mean they didn't look that great. I mean, you know. Chase, we'll be talking about Chase too a little bit later on. But I mean, overall, I mean, it just, it just sucks. I mean, you guy, I mean, Chase was pretty much around one, you know, player we all drafted, and it, he hasn't really done a whole lot. I mean, compared to Jefferson and all a lot of these other guys. So I mean, T Higgins, I mean, you know, T Higgins can prove he can be kind of like that wide receiver one. You know, wide receiver one, you know, pretty much one A, one B kind of guy. I mean, he's not as lead as Chase, but he's got the talent to actually, you know, fill in if Chase is gone. So, I mean, it's they still got weapons, but overall, I mean, at T Higgins, if you if you can trade for him, sure. If you're a T Higgins lover, go for it. Um, I got one more, and then we we can get into your guys real quick. Um, just highlighting James Cooks here real quick. Um, he looks he looks good. I mean, he looked better than he did last year. I mean, look. I mean, they're giving him the carries that he, he right. I mean, they're giving him the carries that he needs. Um, he had 19 points. He was out there in 59 percent of snaps. 
you know, 17 attempts for 123 yards, no touchdowns, but he had uh, two touchdowns, he had four receptions for 36 yards. But I mean, I mean, overall, I mean, he he looks good when he runs, and that's what they need. They, they you know, if they can get to get to a balance where they can do a little toss, shake in a little James Cooks, I I like where this is going. I mean, James Cooks is is the guy that was held back from Singletary, and when he runs, he runs good. I mean, he's He's got that speed to him. He, he sees the holes real quick. I mean, he's got that quick burst as well, and which is why I love James Cooks. And I don't really have many shares of him, but overall his performance this week was, uh, this is what we want from him. Now, now some might say I have a quick burst through the hole myself, but uh, I think I think we were a year uh, especially you, you. I'll give you credit. You were on James Cook last year. Uh, I think we were we were a year ahead, meaning that like, because some of these guys, I mean, it, it might be you know same case next year. You know, one of these rookies that is kind of slow, it's, it it just pops and has like eleven hundred yard season. You know, one of these first year backs, um, like Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs might be next year. You know, David Montgomery. You know, if he's gone or injuries take him out like he could be a 1200 1300 yard back and then just pops i think that's going to be with james cook this year i think buffalo realizes if they're if they're going to do anything because josh allen's a turnover machine i was reading a stat on the tv man josh allen has the most turnovers by a quarterback since 2018 you know what i mean and that's what he entered the league so since he entered the league he's number one in quarterback turnovers hand the ball off to james cook let him eat you know we could be looking yeah absolutely man i i don't see any reason that james Cook can't continue this. So if he's out there and he's still got, you know, everybody knows his brother Dalvin, everybody famous running back. I'd go snag him up. I'd go make a trade for him right now. Go, because he, you, you mark it down. He'll be a thousand yard running back. He will be a thousand yard back. And and one twenty three is a good start. And I like the he's involved in the passing game too. And he's going to be with Josh Allen on there. He. He's he's Singletary on steroids. This is what the Bills always wanted and needed, and and he's gonna he's gonna get a face. <laughs> yep. And I was just looking here. Um, Latavius Murray was involved a little bit. He was on twenty three percent of the out of twenty three percent of the snaps. Um, Damian Harris was actually only out there in eighteen percent. He's still of the in the snaps, league. So, <laughs> yes, I know. No. Yep, I know, right? Latavius Murray. I man, this guy's got to be forty <laughs> years old already, but but. Overall, right now James Cooks. Yeah, that's James, what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he 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 will be he'll be their main guy. I mean, they, then you sprinkle in a little Damian Harris and Murray. They, even though his downfall is, you know, Cooks didn't get a touchdown. The other two guys had a touchdown in this game, but I mean, yeah, they wanted. They came back and you know showed up. They actually showed up and played a ball, played some games, and all that good stuff. But overall, Cooks is the main guy in that backfield. Um, yeah, let's get to your famous guy you want to talk about, and then we'll get into some other stuff after this. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna show Jay's graphic first because it's such a it's such a well look at how look at how nice nice and clean that is. So uh, Brian <laughs> Robinson, everybody knows tore it up. 87 yards rushing, two TDs. Uh, two grabs, 42 yards, really, really assisted in the commander's win over the Broncos. And I've, I've been impressed. I've been, you know what? I like guys that you can, you could easily, you know, 
pick up later in later in your draft or in in the waivers and um, you know, Brian Robinson wasn't a highly, I mean, he was drafted, obviously, you know, he's probably a mid round pick, um, Sam Howell, late round pick. If, you know, it, in some leagues, if just one quarterback, he wasn't drafted. I mean, he's still available in 20% of Yahoo leagues. So uh, this whole commander's team, I've been impressed with. And, uh, you know, th- this guy, this guy is the fuel of the fire. And uh, I mean, there's a couple other guys, you know, could have went with a few other options, Jerome Ford from the Browns, but I, you know, I'll, I'll change it up. Jerome Ford's probably going to have another monster game and maybe in a couple weeks or something. And, I'll, and he'll, he'll be my uh, gold star player of the week, but that's what I'm going to call this segment. Uh, Eli's gold star for a uh, week two. It was like the little stars you got, you know, from, from third grade that you, you, you put up on the fridge <laughs> and, and mom yeah, was all proud right. and shit. Uh, so this is what it's kind of going to look like. Love Jay's graphic, and these are it's kind of the one that I'm gonna be putting up. And you get it gives a whole season, so I'll have you know the stats on the left side, and then the whole season. So you know, first week wasn't terrible. You know, he you know he had what uh, 59 yards rushing. You know, so kind of a pedestrian week, but this week he really popped. And uh, you know, week one he had a receiving touchdown, so you know, he's got three touchdowns so far in two games. So been very, very impressed. And you know, he's got a nice running mate, Antonio Gibson's a nice sidekick. And um, yeah, I, I, I just I've been impressed with the Commanders. So I thought I'd give him a him a shout out there. Yeah, it, um, yeah, it's it's not bad at all. Um, with 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 Brian Robinson, I mean, he, you know, with him kind of getting worked in last year a little bit, and then to you know, this year kind of actually being their main guy. And we all kind of hoped that Gibson could have been that guy, but I mean, it kind of tides turn a little bit. I mean, even though Robinson was a rookie last year and whatnot, I mean, it was kind of, you know, kind of one of those hard things. Do I take Brian Robson or do I take a, a Gibson? Cause you know, these two kind of, you know, subside each other a little bit, you know, they, you know, they're almost similar players when they went in their run game, you know, and, Brian Robson's probably just a little bit better than Gibson. Gibson's a little bit more, more brute, you know, yeah, Robson's more, more, more of their speedster, you know, in this, in this offense. And, you know, he actually had some, you know, he actually had some good runs. I mean, he actually tore, tore up some guys and I think he had a nice stiff arm with one of them. He, you know, they were talking about it on good morning uh, football. You know, there's a segment on there that I love. They, they actually, they call it the, um, um, angry, angry runs, and Brian Robson, I think, was in one of those. You know, CMC wanted, yeah, CMC wanted, but you know, in that game. But um, overall, Brian Robson was a contender in that getting getting one of those little things that they always hand out to guys. But Brian Robson looks good. Um, he was actually out there in fifty-two percent of snaps. Right. Um, now Gibson was out there about four about. 48% of snaps, but he didn't really do anything with, with a lot of his carry. He didn't really have any carries. So probably going forward, Robinson will probably be the guy getting more of the bulk of the carries overall in general. So, but yeah, that's our takeaways on our highlighted players. Now we need to get into some waivers. It's waivers time, man. Cause you know, it's, that's why we're all here for it's Tuesday. Everybody's trying to get into the lineup. So it's that time of the show where we need to get, uh, get it in, get talk about a bunch of players. Uh, I think Eli covered a lot of the Yahoo. I'll actually cover some more of the stuff. I actually on sleep on the sleeper side. So you get, so if you're both in Yahoo or sleeper or playing both leagues, you get taste of both, both sides of the waivers. So, but I think it's time to get to these waivers and we have a lot more to kind of, we got Eli's bargain bins. 
for DFS. And we got my other segment too. And then to wrap up the show, we'll get into the college spotlight segment to wrap up our show. Um, before we get there, um, Eric says commanders have a good offense coordinator. Yes, because they have the guy from the Chiefs. That's why. But Eric, hey, Eric the enemy. Yeah, a lot of teams are probably regretting not hiring him as a head coach. I mean, but he, hey, it's benefiting Washington. And, you know, if, and if they did ever move off Ron Rivera, you know, they got they got a coach in waiting, kind of like what you know what's going on with the Chargers. Like they have a coach in waiting anytime they want to pull the trigger. So yeah, the enemy's doing a great job. Yep. All right, time to. Yes, it is. I like money, money, <laughs> money. Show me the money. <laughs> All right. Uh, my my uh, fab five pickups of the week. Yep, yep. Give me that ching ching, baby. Uh, <laughs> Jay Jay's gonna have the sleeper side of it. Uh, this is for Yahoo and Yahoo, probably similar to you know sleeper and ESPN, but it's a little bit different. So that would give you both perspectives because these are the most common platforms for you know for fantasy, especially Yahoo. So um, yeah, who plays I had Baker Mayfield at uh, number one last week? Uh, yeah. Down the effect. Uh, Baker at, at number one last week. He went up a couple percentage points. He was uh, 13% rostered last week, and now he's at, at 15%. So, um, I yeah, I, I I think if you need a backup quarterback, I, especially with Joe Burrow being injured, if you're in a two quarterback league and Baker's somehow available, what are you doing? That's that's manager negligence. Not to not to go snag him up or at least a backup. I mean, you. He's probably not a top 12 fantasy quarterback right now, but I, I think he's playing like a top 20 guy. You know, so you can find some space. You know, you need a couple weeks stopgap stop for, for Burrow being out. Go get, go get Baker. He's still available in a lot of leagues. Um, it'd be interesting to see what he does against the Philly defense, but, you know, Mac Jones wasn't that bad against them, at, at, you know, um, week one. So, you know, Baker might have some success uh, uh, Monday night. Josh Reynolds. This – I don't know how the word hasn't gotten out yet. I mean, the way he's being targeted. I mean, I mean, he's right up there with Puka. I mean, Puka's, you know, crazy 35 targets, I think, or 37 or something crazy. But, I mean, Josh Reynolds ain't far behind that. I mean, he's being targeted heavily, uh, backing it up with a bunch of receptions. You know, not really getting the uh, the national pub. You know, everybody's in love with Puka now or a couple other guys. So, uh, yeah, Josh Reynolds because he's more of a journeyman you know he was with everybody remembers him with the Rams when he first came in he was he was kind of their like third or fourth receiver and then he was with Tennessee for a cup of coffee and now he's having some success some success with Detroit right now he's playing like the number two he really is he's right behind uh you know uh St. Brown he's kind of playing like their number two receiver so I would go snag him up 13 percent of leagues uh, need I say more uh number three uh now this is where it gets debatable I mean you could uh, honestly, I made the graphic last night um, during the games or a little, you know, right around the start time, maybe five or six o'clock our, our time out here. So obviously I could have put Jerome Ford in here. I could have put Jalen Warren, um, Matt Breida. If you're, I'm not a fan, but if, you know, Matt Breida is going to be getting some touches with the Giants while Saquon's out. Uh, you know, there's a couple guys that could have went in these spots, but I think it's fairly, you know, I try to represent each position. I try to put two receivers, a quarterback, a running back, and at least a tight end to kind of give you different options for different things. So Zach Ertz, I had him on the 
the list last week. He's only a ten, still at ten percent. I mean, he, uh, Josh Dobbs is loving him. I mean, Zach Ertz is is uh, you know for a low end tight end, he's really producing right now. So I I would take advantage of that because you don't know how long it's going to last. Because Zach Ertz is older and he's got injury history. Uh, but right, you know, for the time being, Zach Ertz, you know, in a deeper league in a sixteen man league, you could probably start Zach Ertz every week. Honestly, twelve man, it's really getting sketchy at that point. But you know, sixteen man definitely. Uh, Taji Spares have it number four because I, if you would have told somebody last week at this time, hey, you know, go snag Jerome Ford. I mean, people would have been like, uh, okay, maybe, but because nobody saw Nick Chubb going down for the year. Nick Chubb has been uh, since he came into the league, he's been a workhorse. I mean, who who could have seen that coming? Yeah, but yeah, now it's... we're we're so we're telling you go get Taji Spears because if something happens to Derrick Henry, this is the guy. This this is the guy that, that and and that that offense is is set up for the run, so I I could easily see him taking over and and kind of doing what Jerome Ford's gonna be doing with Cleveland. You know, kind of there's not much of a drop off. You know, in terms of a production, and Taji Spears could be the guy every week getting 90 yards and a touchdown. And you'll thank us. You'll be like, "Wow, Eli and Jamie, you called that a week early. You're damn right." Because I don't trust Derrick Henry's health. And number five, like I said, this is also subjective. Uh, put Tank Dell at number five because you know he's getting targets, and, and uh, it, finally in week week two he, he kind of kind of um, stepped up a little bit. C.J. Stroud, honestly, I wasn't a fan of him coming in, but he's you know first two weeks he hasn't looked too bad. And, you know I got I get I got to give the devil his due. C.J. Stroud has been slinging the ball around and, and had a really good week two. The Texans aren't very good, and he's not getting the dubs to back that up. But um, in terms of passing yards and touchdowns. Um, he's slinging it to everybody. He's slinging it to Robert Woods, slinging it to Nico Collins, who's going to be in my DraftKings list here, and and Tank Dell now. Tank Dell is probably the number three or four guy, probably more number four, but um, worth worth looking at because if one of these, you know, Robert Woods is thirty three, he goes down, boom, he jumps him. Um, he could, you know, he could see him see himself getting, you know, number three receiver targets soon. And with that Texans offense, I mean, the way they're, where they're slinging around, I mean, that, that sounds pretty good to me. That, that's like the same level of production you'd be getting from, you know, like Tyler Boyd with the Bengals. So those are, uh, those are my, uh, my Fab Five pickups. <laughs> All right. Um, so if, if they're there, I think I wrote down a couple more other guys who as well. Um, if Jalen Reed is out there, He's their rookie um, with the Patriots, not Patriots, um, Packers. Um, they all sound similar. Um, he had 13, Packers. he had 30, yep, he had 13 targets in, in that game. So it's very possible <laughs> that Jordan Love is kind of slinging around to other guys, and we don't still don't know the state of um, um, Christian Watson. So until then, you know, get, get, uh, you know, if, if you need somebody, um, read, it will be another guy to, you know, maybe squeeze in there. I got, especially in deeper leagues, but you know, if you 10 man, probably not so much, maybe 12, if you need it. Um, the other guy too is I didn't get him on here, but, uh, Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt, we talked about him. If you need somebody, it might be slim. He's probably taken in, in a lot more of the deeper leagues. Um, but uh, Jalen Hyatt is another guy to take a look at. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to say quick, too, on, on Zach Ertz. He did have eight targets in that game. He had six for 65. So, I mean, with the Cardinals needing, with Dobbs kind of being there, he's kind of uh, kind of more, he's, he's not quite, you know, Kyler Murray, but he's mobile. You know, so, I mean, he, if he needs to get it out quick, he'll, he'll, he'll get it out quick get it out quick. So, I mean, if he needs, you know, if Ertz is open, you know, Ertz is not a bad, 
I mean, he might be older, but yeah, Ertz is not a bad guy to actually pick up. Um, so far, far to sleeper sides, you know, there, I was actually looking here. Cream Hunt is out there. So if you can go snag him up, drum forward, you know, uh, so let me backtrack here quick. Cream Hunt is 23% rostered. He's out there in most of these smaller leagues, deeper leagues. Don't, don't even look. I actually had, um, I had, uh, I even tried looking for forward in a deeper league, which I'll, I'll pop those up here in a little bit too. Um, not available, not available. So I'm screwed. I have Chubb and I'm screwed. So I'll have to be trying to make a trade somehow or some way before the weekend. Um, but yeah, these two guys, if you cream hunt, probably more likely will be signed by the Browns. So go out and snag him up. He already knows the offense. So it's very possible hunt will be a Brown before you know, before the weekend, um, Jerome Ford. Yeah. If you need to go pick, go pick him up in case hunt is not signed. They have, even though they have Pierce strong there, Jerome will probably be the guy look going forward. Um, Matt Breida guy like me, like in deeper league, Matt Breida's out there. So I might have to like heavily try to get Matt Breida for the next three weeks of all possible. Um, Josh Reynolds, um, we mentioned, um, already mentioned him. He's, He's seen um, 13 targets in that game. So, I mean, if you guys need a wide receiver, go get Josh Reynolds. Um, Tony Jones, 0% rostered. You know, um, Jamal Williams will probably be out for a while. It sounds like his injury is – he might be gone for probably a couple weeks, probably a few weeks. Tony Jones is actually a one-week rental for this week because Kamara um, will be back the following week. So, if you need Jones, go out and snag him for the one week and then dump him. Because uh, it's very because Kendra Miller will be back too as well. Kendra Miller will probably be playing this upcoming week too as well. So Jones might get a little little bit in that. And then uh, we might just mention Tank Dell. Tank Dell's out there in uh, 21% of leagues too as well. Um, I for, I thought I'd written down how many targets he ended up gotten gotten in that game, but uh, I don't remember offhand. So other than that, Tank Dell's on the rise. I I think it was like eight eight to ten. For a target, yeah, yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think it was somewhere right in there too. I didn't write it down, but yeah, it's, I think it's pretty close. I think it's pretty close to that. Um, but yeah, other than that, those are kind of those 10 to 12, 12 man leagues on sleeper, and then the in the now, got, the deeper leagues. I this got, is my oh, one sec, Jake. Um, I was, I was gonna, if that's sorry, that that no, that's fine. If you want to get through the sleepers too, I'll then I'll, yeah, everyone, go ahead. Yeah, let, ahead, let me get me. on the let me get on the leagues quick. I'll, I'll chime in and then you can yeah, you can get to the okay. sleeper. Okay. Uh yeah, Kareem Hunt. Uh, yeah, I don't matter. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, uh Kareem Hunt, I, I would assume he's the backup because he, you know, you got to get into playing shape. He's not gonna step it if the Browns do end up signing him. I know he met with them today. Uh if they do end up signing him, which I, I think is likely he knows the offense and he was there for a couple of years. He's still going to be the backup. So Jerome Ford is the guy you of the two that you want. Maybe later in the season that changes. Maybe you know week 11, 12, 13. Maybe Kareem is in the football shape and he takes over the lead role, or or something happens with Jerome Ford, he gets hurt. Uh, but yeah, j- just to get that out of the way. And Tony Jones uh, had a nice game, but I think that's another one of those one week pop guys that you should stay away from because I, Kendry Miller. I think Kendry Miller is going to start because Alvin Kamara is still suspended. Jamal. Williams is going to, you know, more than likely be out. So, uh, Kendry Miller, who, who me and Jamie talked about in, in the off season, uh, probably get the, probably get the go. And, you know, that's, he might 
he might put up some decent numbers, especially in DFS. He's going to be a, a cheap option, probably way down the list. So, and especially here, I, I would assume Kendry Miller is probably less than 10% rostered. You know, can't be anything more than that. So Kendry Miller, of, of the two Saints backs, I, I would say he's the better pickup or play than Tony Jones. Yep. All right. Now, my top sleeper six. Um, Josh Downs. He's still out there in 11% rosters. Um, he actually had, uh, I guess I didn't write down his targets. What the hell's wrong with me? But he's still out there. I think he had like eight targets somewhere in there in, in that game. Um, so he, he's, he's still getting targeted. Um, Nelson Aguilar, he actually seen more targets actually out of, uh, you know, Bateman and, you know, um, Duvenary. You know, if you need somebody in a deeper league, I hate, I mean, if you need a body now, you know, Aguilar probably won't hurt. Pretty much what he is. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, the other guy too is Chase Claypool, 7% rostered. He actually had eight. Oh, so Nelson Aguilar. I did write down that. So Josh Downs had five targets in that game. Nelson Aguilar had six targets in that game. And then Claypool, who had eight targets in that game, you know, so he's another guy, you know, even though the Bears are looking kind of bad, they got to throw the ball somewhere. And if you're in a deeper league, I think overall Chase is a decent guy out of, from what I've seen on the waivers. Chase Claypool is, and he has a capability of actually, I think he had a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, he did have a touchdown. So, I, I mean, he's yep. kind of the second yep. receiver. And um, not for a deeper play, not a bad. Um, Kate Auden, he actually had six targets in that game. If you're looking for a tight end, I think Kate Auden, Kate Auden not not a bad, not a bad. I don't, um, I don't, didn't see um, um, Ertz. He's probably long gone anyway. So these are kind of just slim to very, if you need somebody. Kate Auden is a guy to look at. Um, the other guy I had it was John Bates, just in case um, their other guy, uh, I can't think of the other guy, um, their tight end gets hurt or if he's out from concussions because he kind of got injured in that game. Um, bad, cheap shot. Um, and then uh, Matt Breida, 2%. We're in this in this 16-man league. I have to try to get Matt Breida, you know, not you know, not a worthy option. It's kind of crappy, but I wish there was Cream Hunt or Ford was still an option out there. Not a chance. So I have to figure out how much money I want to spend on Matt Breida to try to get in, get in my leagues as well. But not a bad option. Um, we'll have to honestly, we'll have to kind of see how Eric Gray kind of kind of fills in there if he's the better back out of Matt Breida. You know, so I mean, Poppy wouldn't hurt to try to maybe get pick up both if if all possible because you can totally just drop one or the other. Um, I know you know Eric Gray is out there in some leagues, and my last one is Joshua Dobbs. Um, yeah, he had a touchdown. Not, I mean, he's kind of a kind of feeling for Murray right now, but I mean, for if you need a guy, I'm looking into two QB leagues. I mean, I would be honestly, I'd probably starting him over. Guys like uh, CJ Stroud, Matt, you know, Stafford is out there in some two QB leagues, probably not so much in a lot of other leagues. Um, I would take him over Mac Jones, Bryce Young, you know, Ryan Tannehill is out there. So, I mean, I sure in the hell wouldn't want Desmond Ritter or Zach Wilson. So, Ritter, maybe CJ are, are kind of two guys, but Dobbs would be a guy you probably would want even over CJ. 
I would have to see another game from CJ with another 300, 200, you know, 300 yard game and two, two touchdowns or something like that. So Dobbs is mobile as well. CJ was looking a little, he was looking a little bit better than he did last week, but if you need somebody Joshua Dobbs is the guy. Uh, and, and just to uh, kind of put my two cents on the sleeper six here, uh, be interesting to see if Anthony Richardson is going to play on on Sunday. I know he had a concussion in week two, but you know he's he's a obviously you know we, we know how good Anthony Richardson is going to end up being eventually. And Josh Downs is going to be one of his guys, but you know obviously Michael Pittman Jr. is going to be okay regardless. But if Anthony Richardson is out, I think Josh Downs takes a hit. So I would he'll probably still be available next week or the next few weeks. So I would you know kind of keep uh, Josh Downs at an arm's length. Uh, for right now, unless you're a super desperate at receiver. Uh, Aguilar, stay away from uh, just a warm, like Jay said, just a warm body. Uh, Claypool, you know, he's he's an interesting option because he, he has, you know, this guy's a head case or, lot, you know, whatever. He doesn't love football. I don't know what it is, but, like, he's got the skills to – that's why Pittsburgh – that's what Pittsburgh viewed him as, you know, in 2020 is, like, their number one guy going forward. Like, he was supposed to be a number one receiver. So he's got the the talent, the size. He's got, you know, the speed, the the hands, the everything. He's got everything to be a number one guy. And and if anybody's going to get it out of him, it's got it's got to be this this the Chicago offense and Justin Fields possibly. So Chase Claypool of these six options, he's the most interesting here because everybody else like Kate Otten, he's going to be a lower end, you know, probably the twenty seventh fantasy tight end, you know, somewhere in that range, like not worth, you know, unless you're you know, your tight end goes down for the year or something and you just need a backup and uh, so forth. Uh, Matt Breida, like we had mentioned before, nothing impressive there. Uh, Joshua Dobbs has been an interesting play too. I, I, you know, he, he's better than I thought he's better than he thought, you know, obviously Zach Wilson, Desmond Ritter. Yeah. He's better than those guys for sure. Yeah. Uh, at, at the minimum, uh, he might, yep. he might not be that much worse for playing than Ryan Tannehill. I would put him in that same, you know, kind of, kind of category and and you could do a lot worse as, of, a, of a backup especially in a two quarterback league if you need a third quarterback josh Dobbs should be your guy absolutely snag yeah. him up uh, that's a good yeah. list though yeah yeah not not bad that's for what i thought for a deeper league and these are kind of the guys i would probably try to get if all possible yeah these are guys i would i would totally be chasing after if you need somebody so but yeah i think that kind of wraps up all, all of our waivers so, i mean that's gone through quite a bit you know just kind of recap here real quick um eli if you need somebody eli mentioned mayfield j um josh reynolds zach Ertz, spears tajay spears um tank dell and i mentioned cream hunts out there jerome ford matt Breida, um josh reynolds you know if you need tony jones you know pick him up one one week wonder adam drop him and tank dell is out there as well so those are the guys that we recommend for picking up this week and now, I guess it's time for some of that little DFS bargain bin quick. And then uh, after that, we got the ghost in segment right around the corner. So stay tuned on who's my ghost in this Ooh, week. Casper. Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, that's hilarious. He's drink, he's drinking a ghost energy drink while he's about to bring up the ghost segment. <laughs> I love it. Right? Ghost 10. I know, it's horrible. It's actually a good flavor. Is that the uh, tropical mango? Oh, yep. 
Cha-ching. Hell yeah. I love Damn. it. All right. Let's get this on the wrap because it's just, we're about a little bit in an hour and eight minutes into the show and I have to eat yet. Yeah. So. Get this. We'll get, we'll get these last segments finished up for everybody. Here we go. Yeah. Ah, yes. And I, and it, ah. These are my uh, bargain bins of the week for DFS. If you go that route, DraftKings is one of my favorites, so that's what we usually go with. Ching, ching, yeah, yeah. I'm about to make you some. Yeah, I should be on. We should have like a show on on CNBC or something, right? We're, we're about to make you some money. Uh, CJ Stroud, number one guy. Guys, put you ain't winning games. I don't care about that. You know, if you're a DF, I, I could care less. He could go 0 17. I don't care. The man's slinging the ball around. Uh, he puts up a, you know, if he somehow puts up another 300 yard, two touchdown game, you just got yourself, you know, easily a top six or seven fantasy quarterback that week. You ain't, you know, you might not even get that from, uh, you might not even get that from Pat Mahomes. You know, the way the Chiefs' offense has been sputtering. You know, not pl- not playing their usual level. I mean, like that's a steal. Fifty three hundred, hell yeah. Uh, and his running mate, his number one receiver, the guy who's been. You know, right up, not quite Puka, but more like in the Josh Reynolds, you know, surprise range. Nico Collins. Nico's been getting targeted. He, he's been catching a lot of balls. I've been very impressed. You know, he had a decent year last year, uh, you know, working with Davis Mills and, and that mess. But, I mean, now he's, you know, he's he's, he's thriving. 5,300, I think, is a, is a good uh, deal for Nico Collins as well. Josh Kelly, you could have put a couple other running backs at this spot. Like I said, I, I made this list um, kind of be the beginning of Monday Night Football last night. So, uh, I, obviously, we didn't know what Jerome Ford was going to do. Jerome Ford could possibly – he's probably in that same range, maybe a little cheaper. Uh, Josh Kelly, I, I, he's hes going to be the, the lead back. I mean, Austin Eckler is going to be out for a few weeks, and he's going to be getting all those touches because – I don't trust anybody else that that the Chargers have in that backfield. So Kelly's going to be the main guy. So why not, you know, for 5,400, uh, uh, take a chance there. Cause you, you, you know, you ain't, you ain't getting, uh, the, you know, at least what he did in week one, week, week two uh, sputtered a little bit, but I, I think going forward with week three, you could be getting some top seven or eight, uh, fantasy running back production right there. Uh, Zach Ertz at number four, Zach Ertz at 35. That's what he cost last week. And, you know, we know what Jay just, you know, mentioned that he got, you know, six grabs on eight on eight targets for 65 yards. So uh, that's that's not bad numbers for that cheap of a tight end. That, that's money you could throw elsewhere. You know, if you want to if you want to go get Jefferson, I think he's he's nine thousand. You know, you want a player like that. You, you got to subsidize with, with some lower end guys. And Zach Ertz is, it should be your tight end. Absolutely. At, at least until this this hot streak is over, or he gets hurt. He should be your tight end literally every week in DFS with, with him and Dobbs, the way they're playing. And then number five, Josh Reynolds. He, he's, he could have been number one, honestly. I could have put him. He's a, at 4,200 for the number of targets he's getting and all the receptions, the yards. He's an absolute steal. And Puka was here, but Puka's up over 6,000 now because he's just blowing up. Ooh, Everybody's found yeah. out about him. Otherwise, yeah. Puka would be on this list every week. And, you know, you could have maybe put Tutu Atwell, his running mate there. Uh, but I, I just thought these were a nice collection of guys. And you got representation. You got two receivers, a tight end, a running back, and a QB. So those are my, yeah, uh, I mean, my bargain bins of the week. Yeah, not not bad not bad at all there. I mean, it's not – I didn't mind it. But uh, I think it's time. So so last week's – so here's last week's uh, Ghosting. We had Drake London. We had T. Higgins, who we mentioned. Ghosting? We had Traylon Burks. I know. We had Traylon Burks. And we had Justin Whoa, Fields. Man. And we had Marvin Mims. So 
who does everybody think you know is on this list for week two? Anybody have any ideas? Any guesses out there? I mean, well, come on. I mean, I'm sure there could be some guys out there. Oh, I think but... I got two. Do you? Do you? Ah, yes. Oh, so I know. AJ I think Brown's I know. Ah, this? yes. Kyle Pitts. Yes, I called it. Okay. <laughs> um, we got we got AJ Brown on this list. We got Brees Hall, Jamar Chase, and Rashad Bateman. I mean, come on now. I mean, I I'm never a Ravens fan, but I'll I mean I'll hate on the Ravens all day long just yeah. because I I just I don't like what they have going on there. But you know, everybody drafted AJ Brown. AJ Brown hasn't really outshowed anything this week. You know, he had six targets this week, four for 49. I mean, kind of kind of it's if you think about it, it's kind of depressing because I mean, if you you know, I had a share of I think I have some shares of it. I got shares of some most of these guys, not Kyle Pitts, but not bit not um, Rashad, but you know, I got Hall, AJ Brown, and Jamar Chase in some some leagues. So, but the, the showing of AJ Brown is what you know with you know the Thursday night game. I mean, Brown should have had a touchdown against the Vikings. Come on now, I mean this guy, this guy's a beast. He should be getting, he should be you know on the Jefferson level already. I mean, this guy should have had at least two touchdowns already in the last couple of weeks or whatever. But whatever is going on, just hold on to him. I mean, AJ Brown's probably starting off a little slow, but. He'll get you. He'll reap the rewards here soon. So, Brees Hall, kind of, kind of depressing. You know, for, you know, four four attempts, nine yards. It was hard for them to actually get anything done against the Cowboys because the Cowboys are, you know, their, their defense is just legit. You know, you know, he wanted more carries. I mean, if they would have gotten more carries, I could have seen that he it's he could have done something. But overall, in general, Brees Hall, them playing Cowboys, yeah. I mean, not that it's. I didn't look who they're playing next, but if you if it's an easier matchup, still play them. I mean, Brees Hall. I still love Brees Hall. I know I should have I should have sat Brees Hall, but it didn't. Pa- pa- the Patriots Day. Patriots. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jets yep. and Patriots. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be a good game. I mean, Brees Hall should actually have a good run. Some of he should have a few good bursts against them. Um, Kyle Pitts. I I'm not much of a lover of Kyle Pitts. I mean, I, I probably was at the beginning, but I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take Mary Muth over him. I mean, I just I'm not a fan of Pitts. I mean, London had a heyday. Um, Robinson had a heyday. I mean, they kind of had their rebound weeks, and you know, Kyle Pitts is kind of a no show. I'm not going to show up, but I mean, I know he, he, this was one of your guys, one of your guys's that one of your guys. But um, the other guy is. Um, Jamar Chase, eight, five for 31. He hasn't really done anything in the last couple of weeks. I mean, we just kind of mentioned about Burrow not be, being healthy and whatnot. If Burrow can stay healthy, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, this is a chase, the chase game, you know, I mean, I have tons of shares of him everywhere and I was not impressed with him this week. I want more out of Chase. He should be at the Jefferson level. I mean, there should be no reason that the since he's looking this bad. I mean, I figured this this the Ravens game should have looked a lot better. They should have won that game, but nope, not not at all. Um, and then Bateman three th- three three targets, three receptions for eighteen yards. I mean, this is this is the flower show, man. I mean, Bateman's is going to be lost in the sea. I mean, you got Aguilar kind of showing up whenever he wants to. Duvenary, eh. I mean, Beckman or Odell, 
OBJ is going to be out for a little while with a hamstring injury. I think it is. So he'll, he'll be out. Well, we'll have to see what Bateman does here, in a, you know, in the next this upcoming weekend if he actually gets himself going and and he has been an unhealthy you know player as well and so we can't really it's hard to trust a guy like him i have bateman in dynasty league and i'm just like he's on my bench i can't do anything with them i mean if he hits i'm, I'm gonna try to sell i'm gonna try to sell is try to sell him as much as you know in dynasty league I'll, I'll try to sell him if i if all possible but i just don't like the Ravens in general, Zay Jones is probably the guy that's going to take this over and Bateman is going to be lost at sea. That's, that's what's going to happen here. He's more than lost at sea. Uh, this is some Moby Dick stuff. I mean, he got eaten by the damn whale. I don't know how this guy was, was ever a first round pick. I mean, Baltimore, they just, they can't, I love what's what Zay flowers is doing. He might rectify this whole situation and he might turn out to be, I think he, I think he is. You know what? I'm gonna start. No turning out here. OBJ's out. Zay Flowers is the number one receiver with Baltimore. You damn right he is. And and he's gonna play like it. And screw everybody. Screw these other guys. Duvenary is not not reliable. Uh, neither is Bateman. And just stay away from him. Uh, Jamar Chase, you're in a you're in a tough spot. Okay, if it's if it's a dynasty team keeper, you know, like you got you can't you can't you know get impatient here. I know it's it's tough because. Because he's not, I mean, th this guy was a was probably the second or third receiver taken, you know, overall. And you, you want to get a return for your investment. I get it. But, you know, don't trade him quite yet. Because, you know, if you, you're going to need him for your playoff run week week 15, 16. You know, when you're trying to win a fantasy championship and you parted with him in week four because you got impatient because he had a couple bad games. Burrow was hurt. I mean, Burrow's going to be cranking by then. You think Joe Burrow's to be you think you think Joe Burrow's still going to be doing 140 82 yard games at that point? Hell no. Okay, they're going to get him healthy and he's going to start cranking it up. So you'll just have to make do until Chase can get back to to being Jamar Chase. Uh yeah, wouldn't trade him or move him right now. It's just you kind of just have to, you know, eat it. Uh Kyle Pitts on the other hand, I I'd move off him. He's still got some name value, but it, that's a Bijan Robinson Tyler Algier offense. It really and, and some Drake London mixed in. There's no room for Kyle Pitts in that offense. It's sad. I don't even think he dipped that much. I think maybe with a different system, like maybe if he was in a, a, a different offense, maybe he could thrive more, but it's just they're not – yeah, it's, it's just, something's disconnected there. Uh, Brees Hall, just a one-week blip. I mean, Brees – I mean, you saw what he did week one, so I, I wouldn't, you know, freak out or anything about that. A.J. Brown, I, uh, you know, with the new offensive coordinator there, with, with Philly being there uh, – Looks like Devontae Smith is benefiting more. Devontae's had a few decent games. So uh, it'd be interesting to see if if, if they kind of switch roles this year and Devontae's the one and AJ's the two. But yeah, th that's not going to, I don't think that's going to continue either. I think you'd be, you'd be patient with AJ, you'd be uh, patient with Brees, be patient with Jamar. And then, you know, try to, like Jay was saying, try to, try to tra trade Bateman if he pops, you know, a week or two and try to move off Kyle Pitts if he does the same. I would, of, of the ghost list there. Yeah, yep, yep, and I, I, I have to agree with that. So, so that is my not showing up ghosting segment of the week. We'll have to see who's going to be weeks th week three ghosting. So we'll we'll see what happens there. And uh, yeah, our segment is done, and now on to our college spotlight of the week. Yep, we'll back. Bang this 
bang this bad boy out and uh, Jay can get himself some grub grub. And, and then you all can go on about your evenings. Right here. Ah, yes. So any of these teams that are receiver starved right now, they, they uh, have him projected to go possibly number 12. You know, if, if things were to end now, the Patriots would be picking 12. This would be a great fit there, especially, you know, uh, with the whole different, you know, because Mac Jones might not be the quarterback. You know, maybe they'll have a different, and there's some good quarterbacks Patriots get in the second round. So they take a quarterback in the second round, and then they take a Mecca Ubuga in the first. Uh, this might be, and we've said it before, This Ohio, these Ohio State combos are lethal. I mean, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave a couple of years ago, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and uh, Ibuka now. I mean, this the, these tag teams that they have, uh, it's, oof. Ooh, just lethal. Um, so his comp is probably Jamar Chase, similar size. Um, he's he's six six one, two oh five, runs a four three. I mean, this guy's a burner. Uh it, it, it you know it, football speed. I mean, football speed is not quite Tyreek Hill. Nobody is. Tyreek's a freak, the cheetah. But I mean, I mean, this guy straight line speed and, and he's got and he's got hands, runs good routes. Uh worth every penny, right? You know, he's the 16th overall pro, uh prospect, the number two. Uh, receiving prospect behind his teammate Marvin Harrison Jr. And like like I mentioned earlier, probably somewhere in the mid first round. And you know he's he's gonna help he's gonna help somebody for sure. Uh, I could see him coming in the NFL and being a, a really good number two, like a Devontae Smith. You know, being a really really high end number two receiver. One, you know, if he reaches his full potential. Uh, last year had over 1,100 yards, 10 touchdowns. He rushed the ball a little bit too. Had 87 yards rushing, two touchdowns. That's, that's not bad. He, you know, he stepped in when, remember, uh, JSN got hurt. So this was the guy that stepped in and kind of, kind of took over his his targets and you know, had a really good season this year so far. Kind of been a little slower, but they've only had a couple games. Uh, 12 grabs, 167 yards, three TDs. So we, we expect that to pick up. But, yeah, uh, any thoughts on Ibuka? You, you have many on um, any of your college fantasy teams at all? Or um, what are your thoughts, Jay? Um, actually I don't have any, I have, uh, Harrison and I have their, I have their running back for on my fantasy teams right now. Um, last week they had, yeah, last week they had a part Well, this last week they had a pretty good, uh, pretty good showing. I think Abuka didn't really have a, a great, great game, but I think he had, you know, a, a good yardage. I think he maybe had a touchdown in there. I don't remember exactly yeah. offhand, but I mean, it, I mean, with his he hasn't popped yet. Yeah, with him being close, kind of that you know, and uh, Chase kind of comp. I mean, well, the downfall is that they don't really have they don't have a quarterback that can really. He's I don't think they're he's settled yet to actually get the offense kind of going. That's why they the first week they really right. struggled. You know, so I, the second week they kind of this they kind of picked it up a little bit, and we'll have to see what they do with this third week. Hopefully, he can get a little bit more involved with them. I mean, yeah, with his speed, why not? I mean, yeah, with him being almost like a, a chase. I mean, yeah, this guy should be a monster. I mean, he should be. I mean. Both these guys should at least have at least a touchdown apiece in in each of these games. But I mean, with with them kind of relearning, you know, a new quarterback, you know, timing and all that stuff kind of coming around, it's going to take a little bit of time to kind of see see this offense kind of do what they normally do, you know, and score score touchdowns, rack up yards and whatnot. So I, but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I don't have any shares of him. I think he actually is out there in our waivers, I think. I'm not sure exactly on that, but I, I just know he, I mean, he was a guy. I, I probably... that league. What? What? <laughs> the waivers. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, more yeah, more more than more than likely. <laughs> uh but uh but yeah, that kind of covers everything. It looks like Ray um, Charles playing the piano. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we we appreciate it'll be you know we ran a little bit longer we just had a lot to talk about i mean i mean there's there's just a lot of content i mean we are since we only do one one show a week we had to try to get in everything possible that we can for everybody to kind of kind of get their fulfillment of us as well um hopefully everybody kind of gets an idea with the waivers hopefully everybody has fun with their waivers gets everybody they need to um and then, you know, the little DFS bargain was kind of fun. We always, that's kind of a nice jump in, kind of do a little bit something different because we both like, I'm kind of starting to kind of get into some props. Props, I don't mind because that's, you know, kind of over-unders on yardage-wise. That's kind of a little bit more fun than kind of doing a lineups. Um, and a little bit more easier to kind of like, you know, guess on too as well. Um, but yeah, other than that, we appreciate everybody that was kind of in the live chat. Um, Eric, appreciate that. We had, a, you know, everybody, well, so anybody that's viewing or actually watching us live right now, um, if you go, you know, after we're done, if you miss our show, you can go back and rewatch our show. Um, a lot of, a lot of, just a lot of juicy content in there. So, um, but yeah, other than that, make sure you guys join our Google podcasts, Apple podcasts and Spotify, you know, follow us on there and hit the little bells for when we post a new, uh, pod. Um, and Make sure you join our Discord. Our Discord link is in the description. So hopefully we can have some people join us here throughout the season. Um, we have a lot of just a lot of content in there. Um, with basketball coming in, I got a few basketball things in there. So if you're looking for a basketball league, um, yeah, just a few things in there as well. Baseball's wrapping up too as well. I got uh, two leagues I'm fighting for a championship in, so I have to look at some of that stuff too as well. So one more week of baseball. Hopefully I win some gold by this next weekend. But uh but yeah, join us next Tuesday. Um yeah, it's just more of what you saw tonight will be on Tuesday and maybe a slight Saturday show coming soon, possibly. I we might put a little teaser out there. Um, just for everybody to kind of tune into, kind of look forward to. We might do a little pilot here quick too as well, a little pilot show on that. You know, just kind of get a little teaser out there for everybody. So we might be doing that here pretty soon too. So we haven't figured out dates and times on that, but uh, we have some good stuff in works for our probably Saturday show, which will be our last call. And it'll be a bunch of lineups decisions if you guys need help with that. So that's going to be kind of the gifs of that going forward. Well, it's going to be like our version of Dr. Drew. So, you know, it's a love line. It's a fantasy line, but it's a love line, too. So if you have any uh, relationship uh, questions, you know, Jay's happily married. You can ask him. If you want the single lifestyle, you got me. But no, it's mainly for, you know, for fantasy football. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's in the works. That's coming down the pipeline. Um, so yeah, we, you know, we cram a lot into one show and, uh, you know, you know, it gets, gets a little long sometimes, but you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff you can split up and we'll tr maybe think about time markers down the line too. Um, you know, about splitting up segments so that people, I don't know, we, we, when we watch stuff, I mean, I know I, my attention span is, you know, 
12 minutes at the most. I'm like a fly. So uh, yeah, that's something <laughs> in the works. And yeah, I, uh, uh, I want to thank Mike for joining us tonight. You know, go over and check out his, his show on Palazzo, uh, the Palazzo Network. Um, Jay, wish him luck in, in trying to, you know, claim a couple of fantasy baseball championships. I know we did some baseball stuff earlier in the spring with Donovan. Um, haven't really touched yeah. that in a while, but you know, it's still there. And and that's why you go over to discord, you know, if there's sports, I mean, we're in all, I mean, we, we love all different kinds of sports and fantasy sports and, you know, if basketball is about to start up, like Jay was saying, so basketball is over there on discord, hockey, um, uh, NASCAR, if you've been into that, you know, uh, we do a NASCAR league with my brother, Eric, um, and a couple other guys. So, uh, Na- NASCAR even, but yeah, mainly basketball, baseball, uh, fancy hockey's about to start up, so all all the goodies are over over on Discord. But yeah, this is mainly a, a football a football show. So, uh, yep. and, and uh, there's a couple big college matchups, so make sure you watch some college football this Saturday. And uh, I think I think yes, Dion, I think the is Dion playing USC or is it Oregon? Oregon, Oregon. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be tuning in to uh, that game as well. Be, be but, oh, man. I love me some Brian. So we just got couple more minutes here real quick and then we'll jump out here what did you think of that uh the colorado state and uh colorado game quick i was up all night watching it man i couldn't turn away i didn't i didn't want i wasn't a colorado fan coming into the year you know they were just a random you know pac-12 team to me but i i'm i'm pulling for this team every week now i mean i i i love i love dion i mean he doesn't he doesn't flinch man you know I watched a uh, 60 minutes interview on CBS too. I watched it on YouTube and you know, he is confident as ever. Just some people think he's arrogant. I just think he's confident. I, you know, I loved him as a player. Uh, I love uh, Shador Sanders. I, I know their uh, Hunter got hurt. You know, that's, that's terrible to see, but uh, they still got Shador Sanders who could be a Heisman finalist. I mean, he's, he's got that kind of level of talent and, and I'll love, I'm, I'm looking forward to see seeing him and Bo Nix go head to head, him and Caleb go head to head here in the next coming weeks. So, I mean, college football is really cranking up, absolutely. And and what's going on with you know Georgia's still cranking it out uh, down, you know, and Michigan's still good, and uh, you know it's it's uh, the usual suspects. But Colorado, they're they're coming. They're that Oregon game. That's gonna be that's gonna be the game of the week. Awesome. Yeah, I I I was up watching that too as well. It was a scrappy game. I was surprised at the end. I watched. You know, Shazir, watch Sanders do the driving game. <laughs> yeah, it was just insane. So that I, I'm probably gonna be tuning in to see how they play against Oregon. So, well, all right, everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, your, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your Tuesday nights and uh, make um, make sure you get your waiver claims in and uh, join us next Tuesday. We'll be doing the same stuff as you see now for next week, Tuesday. So come join us. I'll have all the stuff in the discord. So, all right, guys, it's time for us to get the hell up out of here. So from out of rhythm, I'm Jamie. That's Eli. We'll see you guys next time. Laters.